you've made it to the Choose Joy podcast. Here, we will make a conscious effort to choose joy daily. We allow ourselves to heal and grow into the path designed for us. Join me every week to unpack, affirm, and choose joy. Hello, and welcome back, joyful babes, to the Choose Joy podcast. This week, we're talking about communication. Is communication key? I gathered your responses as I do every episode, and the answer was overwhelmingly yes. Obviously, we know communication is key to any lasting relationship, but is that all, or is there more to it? So today, we're just going to unpack a little about how to effectively communicate and what that looks like in our everyday lives. So... Good and effective communication is less about what you say and more about what the other person understands. You can talk all day long and at the end of the conversation, get nowhere. To me, communication isn't key. Accountability in communication is key. The willingness to accept the responsibility of how you speak and how it's perceived and understood It's important to remember that communication is a skill. And just like any other skill, it takes practice in order for you to hone in and perfect it. So what does a good, effective communicator look like? It just means that you know how to successfully deliver your message. And like every topic that we discuss, I want to keep this clear, concise, real easy, real quick. Whether you're a good communicator or not, whether you like it or not, we have to communicate. We're in a world with 8 billion people that we interact with every day. Every day you're coming in contact with a human, whether that's within your job force, at home, the person that you love, your husband, your girlfriend, your best friend. The list can go on and on. You're talking to someone. It's important to remember that Communicating is about connecting with someone else on an emotional level. It doesn't always have to be deep. It can be surface, but you're connecting with another person nonetheless. And I want to break this up into three parts. Okay, and y'all, I tried to break these three parts down into three C's because y'all know I love a good alliteration, but I couldn't figure it out. So if You can break these parts down into three C words. Please go to our Instagram at Choose Joy Podcast and put it in the comments because for the life of me, I could not figure it out. But this is what I came up with. Number one, empathy. Number two, curiosity. Number three, assertiveness. And just for razzle dazzle, control. So before we get into the main three, let's talk about our little buddy, control, okay? And when I say control, I'm talking about your pace, your tone in your voice, your body language. You know, body language is a form of communication, whether you like it or not. You can communicate and not be talking at all. Are your arms folded? Um, are your eyes crossed? Um, Is your face all scrunched up, okay? Are you at a state of peace? Is your body open and welcome and receiving? Um, A key that I've heard a lot when people are um, doing any sort of public speaking or you're in an interview, 
uh, is taking up space, right? Opening your chest up, taking up space around you really helps get your point across, right? So it's very important to be very mindful of the type of body language that you're giving off and the pace in which you are speaking and also the tone of your voice, okay? That one is a big one for me. What is the tone of your voice looking like when you're talking to me? Okay? It's all about your delivery. It's not all the time necessarily about what you say, but how you say it. Are you giving it to me on a garbage lid or on a silver platter? I need to know. And baby, I'm always going to choose the silver platter, okay? And make it gold just because. So I think communication as a skill can be very difficult because it's a true mix between vulnerability and empathy, right? Like we're not mind readers. We can't pick other people's brains apart, but we want our message to be received and in the way that we intended it to. So let's start off with the first step, empathy. Empathy is the ability to be aware of and understand people's feelings, concerns, and thoughts. Example, I can see that you're upset and disappointed. Stop right there. You're willing to open yourself up and place yourself in someone else's shoes. Seek first to understand. And what that simply means is seek out what the other person might be experiencing or feeling. Try to be more understanding of others, right? Before you even communicate, have some empathy. And I feel like our generation really, really lacks that. Like, we're very self-centered and just self-absorbed in our own worlds that we don't even take the time to place ourselves in someone else's shoes, someone else's journey, what they might be going through, right? And it's really all about having true realness and authenticity, like, When I talk to somebody, I don't know about y'all, but I can tell when someone is being fake with me, okay? That fake energy is so strong. So be real, be open, be honest, be authentic, and really take the time to feel what other people are feeling uh, before you speak. The next step is curiosity. Do not assume. Don't make assumptions, okay? Be open-minded, non-judgmental, and ask probing questions, right? Example of this, am I reading you right? This is what I understood you to say, X, Y, and Z. Am I getting this message correctly? What are you trying to communicate, you know? Both parties are just assuming what the other person is thinking or wants to communicate, and they're just running with that narrative. And whole time, nine times out of 10, it could be the complete opposite. So just ask, literally just ask. Don't assume what other people are feeling, what other people think or are thinking about what you said. Literally just ask them. It's that simple. And I just feel like sometimes we make life way more complicated than it has to be. Like it's really simple when it all boils down to the basics. The last step is assertiveness. Be open and honest about your feelings and have a backbone. Example, I get upset when this, that, and the third. 
Brene Brown is an incredible author. Um, if you're a sociology enthusiast or you like philosophy or you just like, you know, learning more about how to communicate with others and within yourself, some of her books are great. You should check them out. But she says, I choose discomfort over resentment. And that resonates with me so well. Pretty much what she's saying is she chooses to be uncomfortable. And while saying what she's trying to communicate, being open and honest about her feelings, rather than over time wishing that she would have just spoke up and said what she felt. And... I can apply that in my life in so many ways. There are so many times where I have and do bite my tongue on certain things because I just assume how the other person is going to take it and or I'm just feeling very passive and I don't want to, you know, rub anybody the wrong way or start anything like have you ever just not said anything like something bothers you but you just be quiet on the issue because you don't want it to blow over into this whole spill and everything so you think that you know what by me just shutting up like it's fine but it's not fine because whatever the issue is is gonna arise again because you haven't dealt with it right you're just sweeping it up on the under the rug the dirt is still there right and This also reminds me of the silent treatment, right? Like, let's just be honest. The silent treatment is a normalized form of emotional abuse. Okay? You just not speaking to somebody else that you have a problem with, that's not solving the issue, and that's not communicating to the other person how you want things to move in the future and forward, right? You're just stuck there, like... No. Emotional abuse. Stop. Stop that. Everything. Oh, well, not everything, but a lot of things can be solved with a conversation. It's honestly all about creating a space for safety and vulnerability. It's really hard for somebody to be open and honest with you when that space hasn't been created. If every time I bring up to you a topic of something that's bothering me or something that I want us to change in our relationship if every time that I talk or every time I feel like I have to speak on those things I feel like in turn I'm gonna get yelling right I'm gonna get an argument I'm gonna get the silent treatment you just done talking I'm done talking to me you're done talking mm-hmm. me too all right Check, please. Like, if I feel that energy every time, no. Like, I'm not going to want to talk to you. If I feel like every time I have a conversation with you, it's going to then turn into you talking about yourself, no. I don't want to talk to you. Like, if every time I talk to you, I feel like my problems and my emotions and just myself I'm not acknowledged I'm not going to want to talk to you like you have to provide that space of safety and vulnerability and it comes back to what I already said being authentic like the fake energy is not is not it's not gonna cut it for effective communication you actually have to 
have the ability of wanting to understand other people's feelings and emotion, wanting to get something accomplished when it comes to this whole communication thing. And communication isn't only about talking. That's just half the battle. The other half is listening. Responsive, high-quality listening tends to occur when we offer undivided attention to one another. We live in a generation of phones. Put them phones down. If I'm speaking to you and you're scrolling on your phone, like, immediately, I don't want to talk to you. You're not receiving what I'm trying to say. Like, what I have to say is not important enough to you to give me your undivided attention, right? Eye contact. That's a, a form of high communication, right? I'm looking at you. I'm open and honest. And that's what I was talking about previously when I said body language. Are you doing that to another person? And of course, yes, it's how we talk. Like how often do we stop and consider the impact of your words, right? Like we just talk all the time. Like I I do at least. And everything that you say matters, even if it's a joke. Like I always like to say that with every joke is a sliver of the truth. So what did you mean by that? What did you mean by that? Stop and consider the impact of your words. The tongue is very important. It can birth both life or death. Okay? So if you have nothing to say, if you have nothing nice to say, do not say nothing at all. The tongue of the wise brings healing. Fools find no pleasure in understanding but delight in airing their own opinions. You know what I'm saying? It's about understanding. Okay? And it all goes back to your narrative. What's your narrative? What's your true narrative? What are you trying to get out of that conversation? Are you trying to manipulate somebody into thinking the way that you think? Choosing what you choose? Are you trying to get people on your team? Are you a politician, right? Are you trying to get people to vote for you? Like, what is your narrative? And is it authentic? And is it right? Is it kind? Is it true? Is it necessary? We have to really do a deep dive on yourself. Do a deep dive on yourself and think about, A, are you a good communicator? And two, if you're not, what is keeping you from being a good communicator? Because all in all, whether you like it or not, communication has to take place. And whether you're talking or not, you are communicating. Body language is a language. You're communicating with your body, with your tongue every day. And we want that communication to be pleasant, to be joyful, to bring healing and peace. We want our words to uplift others and not tear others down. We want our words to be impactful and impactful in a good way. Like there is enough bad, okay? There's enough slander and foul language in this generation and in this world like let's speak life into people let's speak joy and peace into people and love into others let's brighten someone's day today you know what i'm saying like let's give somebody a compliment a warm hello let's show some hospitality and show some decorum have some class So for those of you that don't know, I actually majored in sociology with a multidisciplinary minor in 
international studies because I love people and I love talking with others and watching other people talk and really picking our brains to figure out how those interactions happen. You know, how has society evolved and civilizations rise and crumble? Because, I mean, these people had to communicate. And it it has a lot to do with the healing process. So let's think about that this week. Let's think about how we can have empathy, curiosity in our conversation, and being assertive. How can we all effectively communicate and choose joy? I took a half and she took the whole thing and slowed down.